I'm Dana Townsend, a disabled Black woman living with MS. I'm a professor, content creator, and all-around dope person, unlearning and unpacking all the toxic junk I've picked up while living most of my life as a temp in a neighborhood society. I'm Carlos Kareem Wyndham. They, them. I am a black and native facilitator, comedian, and musician living with MS. Join us as we explore and examine the Venn diagram of culture, politics, and more. The full range of intersectional issues facing disabled folk in a racist and ableist world. We will raise our spirits while we raise your awareness, and we all raise the temp on these temps, uh, temporarily abled people, to help them get some act right. Join us this season on Myelin and Melanin, Raising the Temp. I like your glasses. Thank you. Very cute. Thank you. Thank you. Before we even like get any further, I gotta start out. What's your silver lining? Mm. Um, mayor. Honestly, I w- I'm going to say my glasses because I can see again. Uh, I had been running on my last prescription. Mm. Uh, I, I ran it over time a bit. And uh, then the, when I got my two pair, I got the sunglasses back first, of course. And so I was walking around in like tinted purple glasses for <laughs> days. Uh, and now I can uh, actually see again for real, for real. So that's uh, it's quite a treat. Uh, how about yourself? What's your silver lining, my friend? Random silver lining. So always seems to go back to teaching. So I was preparing my lesson on ageism. So, you know, I'm teaching a summer class and it's like condensed into seven weeks. So I've got to pack in like seven works of seven weeks worth of material. Yeah, Yeah. In seven weeks. Anyway. Oh, you're doing a 12-week course in seven weeks. Right. No, actually, 16-week course. Technically, if we're talking about, like, what would be a traditional semester in seven weeks. Now, this class is Introduction to Diversity Studies, which is a lot. You know, like, having to jumble up all the elements of diversity. But anyway, that's another story. So... I'm finishing up like one of the last um, lessons and um, talking about ageism. And also, so I start off by talking about intersectionality and all of that, Mm -hmm. that, Mm -hmm. you know, ties into that. And so during my last lesson, I circle back to why intersectionality is important. So we talked about all these different elements of identity and diversity. So now why is intersectionality important? Blah, blah, blah. Mm. So I end it with a TED talk that Sonia Renee Taylor did a couple years ago. And you know, girl. yes. And you know, she's talking about radical self-love. And it's just so perfect. Um, such a perfect idea to kind of end things with. And actually for so this is the second to last week that I'm preparing for. And then okay. for the final week, I'm showing another Sonia Renee Taylor TED talk. She's just so good. Um, So anyway, so my silver lining is being able to incorporate work by, you know, people really doing the work out here and incorporating that into the academy, if you will. But really, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's this isn't a textbook. This isn't Pearson or Sengage or, you know, all of those, you know, uh, publishers. This is you know, a person out here doing the work. And so it's yeah. always a joy being able to incorporate that type of knowledge into my classes. So that's my silver lining. It just brought oh, me so dope. much joy. So, you know, I'm making the PowerPoint, but, you know, definition, radical self-love. What is it? Let's talk about it. So it was really exciting to be able to talk about that and introduce yeah. people who may not be familiar um, with her or with that whole line of thinking um, to that. So. Yeah. yeah. That's my self-learning. Yeah. Getting to the radical self-love from self-accept ex- from self-acceptance. Uh, I, I, I've still, I'm still working to make that move. Yeah. Still working to make that move. Uh, I, you know, radical self-love has been the goal and really it was, it, it was 
with the help of my uh, current therapist uh, that remembering that you cannot simply just decide you're going to start with radical self-love right like it doesn't just work like if you've been doing levels of self-loathing if you've been doing several levels of uh self-aspersion right that you have to get to self uh recognize first recognizing right mm -hmm. interrupting yep. uh and then getting to just accepting mm -hmm. right hey this is this is who you are this is what it is yep. you know and then getting to uh really love that right yeah and i'm just on the border i'm just on the cusp yes it's a lot and so it you know it really ties in perfectly with what i'm teaching because really at the core of it radical self-love is about interrupting these systems that perpetuate oppression yeah. whether it be you know um oppression based on ability, weight, queerness, whatever yep, the case yep, may be. Yep, yep. It's really interrupting that. You've got to love, if you love your own self. And again, I think that like accepting yourself is kind of like, you know, really thinking about it. Like one of the last things, like one of the last um, realistically things that happen, because first you've got to understand like what these systems are and how oh, yeah oh yeah oh yeah how can you uh, how you love yourself if you don't even know where you where you are right exactly you have to contextualize yep. absolutely yeah. yeah it's a lot but even you know i think it's such a powerful thing and of course you know again i'm lumping 16 weeks worth of material into seven weeks so it's not yeah. like i have a whole lot of time and it's summer and students aren't you know fully engaged. I get it because I probably wouldn't be either. Um, but that said, you know, radical self-love can start off as easy as showing up as who you are. Come on. Wherever. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I'll use myself as, as an example. Showing speak, up wherever. Speak the church. Speak and, the church. You know, using in my wheelchair and being unapologetic about it. Yeah. or whomever you are just showing up that's how you disrupt things you know it's showing up in your body as yourself and just you know whether or not you're even at the point where you are you know really accepting of it but just doing it the act yeah. of you know yeah. showing up no it is scary it's scary at first right it takes a while to get used to right and and that's across the spectrum that you're talking yep. about um I remember not too long ago, uh, uh, years, but I mean, you know, years perspective, I'm not a young person. Uh, but even as recently as I'm going to say four, five, five, six years ago, I'll say five, six years ago, um, you know, still nails painted, still, still cute doing things. But I remember when I, there was a, a, a night that I was getting ready for a show and I had decided that I was going to wear a boutonniere as well. Mm -hmm. And I was putting it on the lapel of a denim jacket. And even the act of walking into a flower shop to get it, I felt mm -hmm. my heart racing. I was like, what am I doing? Mm -hmm. who, 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 who do I think I am? Right. Right. All of the things I shoved my my painted nails into my pockets as deep as I could get them. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, God, please. Because I walked in, I wanted to support the black business and the old black man came out. I was like, oh, shit, let me have my nails. Right. 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 Not realizing like, oh, my God, I'm an old black person. Oh, right. Oh, fuck. Wait, I'm no, I, I'm allowed to do whatever I want to. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, and again, years ago, this is years ago. Uh, and I've now, after being in the practice of not just showing up in workshop and in, uh, facilitations and engagements as my full self, right. Uh, the practice to be able to get to a place of being that comfortable, uh, definitely. I mean, it's been a lifetime. It's not, it, it's, you know, every time it's a new thing, right? Like you, we yeah. opened and you were talking about my glasses, you know, girl, like to get to a place of like, from 
whatever. To, yeah, I'm wearing glasses with diamonds all over the fucking shit on it, right? Right. Like it, and be a male presenting person who I've come to recognize very clearly. Like no matter what I put on, like I just I look like some dude being fancier. Like it doesn't I I can't femme myself up appropriately in a right. way that it goes in my head, right? I get very Lenny Kravitz vibes, but yeah, to to just make the decisions around I'm just showing up as loudly and in the fullest mm -hmm. as I can as myself, right? As yourself, mm -hmm. as we are, especially in this time of rising fascism mm -hmm. um, is in and of itself uh, hugely radical, right? Because they're going to try and erase us. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're trying it now, right? We, your body doesn't exist. It's my body. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, don't say the don't say, if you don't say gay and queer and you to me all of this, exist. then it doesn't exist, mm -hmm. um, which is a neat trick of, of their weapon of history in that the histories, the queer histories, the radical histories, the dis disabled histories that we don't know, we don't know, not because we haven't been here. We have, we are, mm -hmm. right? It's simply because it's been buried, yep. right? Why, if we knew, if we focused on how queer the civil rights movement, for instance, is, right mm -hmm. it, it, it i mean it speaks to it speaks to why they are moving as radically and violently as they are mm -hmm. that intersectionality of which you speak once it is recognized by these youngs and the movements are recognized and the intersectional has clarity to erase this idea of first they came for then they came for first they came for then they came mm -hmm. look we all like the 18th one by now you right. better stop first mm -hmm. of all second of all if they come for any of us they coming for all of all us, of us. And exactly. you better just recognize it that quick that yep. fast mm -hmm. so it's yeah no it's it's that's very exciting that's very radical what you're doing right now it's inspirational it's reaffirming you know, for me, yeah, right? to know that, and I see it, I can see it all on you. Yeah, I can yeah. see it all on you, even the way you're rocking your hair. The th I've been watching you on your James Baldwin IGs. I see you, girl. Thank you. I, you're thank showing you up for full. seeing you're me, showing up in full. Yeah, thank you for seeing me. I witness you, which is going to bring us to what I want to talk about disability pride, throw up, yuck who is proud of being disabled, but that's a, a, a I'm going to talk about what we'll, we'll get. Okay. We all get into it. We're going to get into it. Cause I have reactions when you right. say that, but uh, you know, fearing, I would, fearing, you know, fearing, I would, you always yeah. come at me with these things. Okay. But go ahead. Okay. I'm checking my email earlier. Okay. Right. And I get this email from, you know, who Terry walls is Dr. Terry walls walls protocol I, MS diet. Is oh yes, that one okay. who said okay, all right. Okay, so okay. I checked my email and I get <laughs> I have an email from her, right? But y'all, if you don't know, wait, wait. If you yeah. don't know who it is, pause this. Go look at Terry Walls talk about how. Just go, just just go yeah. watch, just go watch the shit that comes out of this person's mouth. Yes, it's, I'm gonna I'm gonna link. Woo! Um, I got videos. heated down. Now I'm heated. Now I'm angry. Okay. All right. Okay. Go ahead. Go ahead. So first off, I see in my email, I'm thinking like it's like spam or something. Like, so the person who sent it, Terry Walls, I'm like, what the hell is this? And so of yeah. course I know who she is. So I'm like, well, what is this about? So I open yeah. the email and first, and this is a pet peeve because of course, like, you know, I have an odd spelled name, but you better get it right. Does so it got she's it wrong? like, hi, Diana. No, it is not Diana. It's Dana, D-A-A-N-A, -A -A, not D-I. So that just. I, I thought it was going to be something even dumb. Like it was like two A's at the back or something oh, like that. Oh, but it's oh. not even that. Yeah. It's just so, the wrong ass. Right, name. exactly. So I'm not even really like, you're not that important. It's whatever I think it is. So right. Hi, it, it, if I thought of it, that's close. In fact, your name, Toby. 
listen. <laughs> so she sends this email, and I'm going to read like the first part of it really quick. My name is Toby. Kutsukite. So she wrote, she wrote, Diana, I'm contacting you about the possibility of writing a blog post or being a guest on your podcast to talk about dietary research studies and multiple sclerosis and invite people to consider participating in our clinical trial. I have pasted information below and attached study brochures, blah, blah. It would help us reach more black Americans if we are able to speak to your audience. Thank you for considering. Oh, I'm sorry. Who listens to us? It's black people. Black Americans listen to us. Is that what that is? Right. I mean, nobody listens to our podcast, like but black Americans. Melanin. Ter- right. <laughs> so, <sighs> nigga, you I'm know, so I- angry on so many levels. I I want to be quiet. Hold on. I'm gonna mute myself. You tell your story because this is well. It's really no story because I li- literally like maybe like. A half hour before we're talking, like I get this email. And, you know, I'm thinking about this, like, hmm, sh- a-, a couple of things. Well, okay, first of all, so I'm reading through like the study, uh, you know, requirements or whatever. And, you know, basically the study is they're going to be people, the participants are going to be on like three different diets, you know, blah, 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 you know. But the require okay now this is why it so okay so for people who don't know who Terry Walls is she was diagnosed with MS like back in 2000 and her MS progressed she used a wheelchair she's very disabled whatever but she started this diet that she created and magically she's out of her wheelchair biking 20 miles this that and the other okay. But so she created this diet. She's, you know, yes, she had meditating, the only one. She the only one she'd been able to get up out of a wheelchair, biking and running 25 miles. Listen, I, I, yes. I, where are all the patients? Yes. OK, go ahead. And, and this is what ir- like irked me about. This. So I'm reading it. And again, like if this is your experience, like, yay, I'm really happy for you. I'm that, sure it is. You know? But. So I'm reading the like requirements to participate. And one of the requirements is you have to be able to walk 25 feet, whatever. And I'm thinking to myself, wouldn't it be wonderful if you were researching? So why don't you have a bunch of people in chairs and using mobility aids doing the diets and then assessing them? You know, because you have this magical story. That's why you're famous. You, you know what magic, I'm saying? You got magic food. Right, exactly. You found, you found, what is that? What is that other shit they try and say about food? Uh the the uh like well, one when they categorize like the good food and the bad food. Right. right? That's one thing. But then there's like the food, the oh, oh, antioxidants. She's giving you antioxidants, right. nigga. Right. She's gonna hook you up with spinach and blueberries. Right, and anti-inflammatory food. And anti-inflammatory. We're right. gonna put turmeric, spinach, blueberry smoothies, and we're gonna heat them to make sure that turmeric get up and put some pepper in it too. Part of me, and before I go any further, part of me was thinking, you know, it would be very interesting to have her on, but also invite Anna, dietitian Anna, who's a very she's got Ooh. MS, very anti-diet. So invite Anna on. And have a whole panel discussion. Walls and Ooh. we'll talk. Are we gonna be that kind of show? I see. Are we gonna I be like know. that girl? Are we gonna I, be like that girl? Are we gonna be like Sally Jesse girl? Are we gonna do that to people? Well, you know the thing. Here's the thing. She kind of deserve it. Well, and then this is the thing. Like again, I am not like. I'm not like hating on your miracle success story because lovely. If that happened to you, like I, I mean that sincerely. If that happened to you. I'm happy for you. You know you what I'm saying? That, you lean it. You hit that if twice like it was a spliff. I just want to well, point that out. You hit that fair, twice like it fair. was a blunt. Right. So and that's a fair question. Because, you know? again, right, this story of like without the benefit, like no benefit of rituximab, no benefit of of just well, just just some num nums and some yogurt. And now I'm running around doing marathons. Well, okay. So here's like some caveats. So, and I, I've never read her book. I'm like, so not, no, I'm not one of those people who has ever thought. I wanted it to be true. That's why I'm, that's why I'm so mad. 
Well, when yeah. I first got when I first got diagnosed, okay, it was only seven years ago, right? Six years ago. So I was like, look at her little videos, like, oh shit, well, I'm gonna just straighten out my right. diet. Let me get me some right. let me get some uh berries, let me get me some dried fruit. I'm gonna fix this up. No more bread for me. Yeah, no Girl. more dairy, no all the things, which you know, Girl. and and you know, food like affects people differently. So some people feel better not eating, so, you know, whatever. That's just a, a disease or not. That's just the body what wants what the body wants. But anyway, so yeah. So I'm irritated as I'm reading this because like, wouldn't you have like people who have some level of disability and then do the diets? then see what happens you know what i'm saying because she is who she is because of her story because yeah. she has oh yeah you know she you know ate herself out of a wheelchair and is biking 20 miles so and, and people you know people are drawn to that of course people are why wouldn't you be of course like what like this disease that has no cure this woman like you know ate a certain way this one lady finally fixed it with, with right. spinach so you know what i'm saying so that is like a really remarkable story so wouldn't it be nice if that was the research that she was doing people who have some level of disability and like miraculously you know like you know Sorry. are fixed are cured Happened on the good foot right you know i mean and so you know i was you know, and it's so weird. Like when I got that email, for whatever reason, I felt kind of like assaulted or something. I, it was weird. Like yeah. I got very weird, like vibes. Yeah. Not only because my name was misspelled. So anyway, but like, yeah, yeah. No, it's very. She was trying to first of all, like that thing of like, let me get my message to the African American community. First of all, no one asked you. No one asked you. And, you know, and it's it was kind of complicated for me, too. One, like, I appreciate the fact because we all know that in most clinical trials, it's all white folks who are being, namely white men who are being studied. So, you know, we don't know how these drugs and these protocols and diets, whatever, are really going to impact people other than true, white folks. True, true. But so I appreciated that. However, I don't know. It was like all kinds of. <laughs> I don't it was know. Co -opty. It was it sounded yeah. co-opty. It sounded very co-opty. It sounded like let me use your platform with the wrong name and and reach your audience, which is, first of all, what she referred to people as. And, you know, it's like. Mm, that ain't that that's not really it right again it's like are we building a community or are we building an audience what are you trying to do mm. mm -hmm. like i want to be witnessed and it is a very parasocial relationship which makes it very um you know it, uh, even the language i was going to use just then didn't fit right because i was going to say makes it very unfair but it's not unfair mm -hmm. because i can't I have a difficult time creating relationship, right? Outside of making and creating art with people or making mm -hmm. or creating a project with people. Or right. Like, right. Like, what are we going to do? What do you want to play? And if right. we're going to play, ooh, let's, ooh, let's play a podcast. Right. Like, oh, sweet. Okay, cool. I'll see you. Right. And then it goes out and then we get feedback, right? And, and I love the feedback. I love getting feedback. Mm -hmm. And <clears throat> it's one way, right? Like we're in people's ear hole. Right. They're not in our ears, right? Mm -hmm. the, but still it's about building community, right? Myelin and melanin. Hey, it's a very specific niche, mm -hmm. right? Even if we're talking about like, maybe you find us whatever kind of way you right. find us. Right. To combine those two words, right? It would make sense that this woman oh, yeah, would find sure. you, no doubt. And yay, but you, but you have not been. We have not been. The community has not been. And what she said, witnessed. 
there's you're coming to try to do something two and four and mm -hmm. act. Yes. No, thank you. Yeah. No, thank you to white women doing anything at us anymore. Right. Like we've had enough. Right. And you've not done it well, what you've done. So we're, we're, we're full. Yeah. But you know, and I was thinking about, so, you know, we're talking about this, whatever it, I, I said, what I said, you said, what you said, we're saying what we're saying that said, it would be very amusing <laughs> <still> do it. <laughs> to, okay, we put it out there, our opinions about this whole thing and our, well, my, oh. our disgust kind of at this, but like, okay, do you really listen to the podcast? If you do, you probably wouldn't want to come on because we're not like going to be the most like receptive hosts. You know what Got I'm saying? Got questions. Got questions. That said, if you, if, you know, if I respond and say, hey, you know, definitely let's set up a time. Come on. She's like, okay, great. You, you don't listen to this podcast no. because you wouldn't want to. I wouldn't want to. Like if I reached no. out to someone and I'm hearing how they're talking about me. Mm, right. No, no, no. It's a, it's a, it's, it's a lot. I, I mean. Yeah. Right. I don't know. So like the devious Dana is like, okay, I'm going to, you know, <laughs> reach out to Anna and see if she wants to come on and then tell Terry, come on and let's all be in conversation about this right now. Right, right. You, and you know, whatever, that's just me like being like extra and like petty and whatever. I mean, it's not, I don't listen. I don't mind about the extra or the petty. I'm extra and petty. I love both of those things. My cringy face is more toward a question but to one i i do wonder and not just about this i mean we can do it i don't mm. give a shit but like i do wonder about that kind of discussion where the value lies for a listener right i i mean it's good it's candy it's fun right right right, right? And, and so that's, and, and it probably get all kind of listens, you know what right. I'm saying? So that's tight. And is it contributing to the world, the thing that you, mm -hmm. Diana, <laughs> right? The you, Dana, uh, want to put into the world? Is it? Get, yeah. Are you giving the voice that you want to give? You're right. And if not, then is this white lady still tricking, whether she realizes or not, just culturally, mm -hmm. right? You us into being in this debate. You're right. You're so right. right. Yep. I, and that's the thing I wonder anymore, right? Yeah. Because I want to fight with people too. You I are, just feel like we need energy. No, no, no. You're so right. And I mean, we have a lot going on. You know what I'm so saying? Much. Like, is that what we want to devote our right. energy to? Nah, and no. Elevating her platform on any right. level. Because at least somebody going to be like, oh, those niggas are stupid. I'm going to listen to her. Ex seriously. You know I mean? Seriously. Do we want to even like, nah. Yeah. Why don't y'all yeah. even pay attention? I watch y'all little look at y'all little Instagram. I see what you eat. Like, ugh. Oh, right, right, exactly. So, right. Um, I don't know. Yeah, but I mean, it's that's fucked up. But yeah, no. So yeah, it's a no. You know. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you really like put my little petty devious plans in the check. Yeah, no. It, I mean, I want to too. You know, I've told you about this. I I always I start Yosemite Sam. I'm like, oh, who we shooting? Let's go get them. Right. Pew, 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 pew. Yeah. <laughs> right. But like, <clears throat> the older I get, like, I never used to understand when people would say about like an opportunity when, like, in the movies and shit, when they were with whoever the baddie was, and somebody would be like, not here, not like this. Mm -hmm. I'm like, nigga, what the fuck you talking? They right there, right now, right now, on site, on site, right. The older I get, the more I'm like, I don't, yeah. I don't know, man. Yeah. I, you're right. 
You're right. Yeah. I don't know. And it's not that I don't get angry. I get angry. It's not that I don't want to like check fools. And I do. And I I do check them. I say crazy, petty shit, you know, even on stage. I, I but I, 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 I feel and have felt and increasingly have been feeling that when I do that, when I lean into that energy, mm-hmm. um, it doesn't bring me peace. Right. Yep. It doesn't bring me internal peace. It doesn't bring me spiritual peace. I don't feel centered. I feel riled up like after a fight. Yep. You know what I mean? Like after you took your earrings off and you got back home, you was like, Woo, girl, did you see how I whoop her ass? Like, I don't want to feel like that. You're so right. You 100%. Because, like, I'm just even imagining, okay, I send the email, oh, yeah, come on, whatever date. And like the whole anticipation of like the nah nah knotting our stomachs no. for four weeks nah. six weeks yeah uh-uh. and not uh, not like not like doing the talks with Sonya not right like, exactly yep not excited like, right exactly not anxious just yeah. like oh god how's this gonna go exact so yeah no uh. no. Yeah, uh, especially after I just got back from the dentist, I don't want that feeling in my stomach again at all. Like, yeah, what's gonna happen next? Yeah, I, no, but yeah, I mean, I guess like lesson. That was rude. That was fucked up. That was very fucked up. up. And get my name right. You're not even concerned with like my name. So, mm. on and that's the other thing. Why? Why does she deserve any of your energy at all? If she right. any, she don't even get your name right in the request. Right. Exactly. If there's a place for petty, that's kind of where my place for petty would be. Yeah. So like maybe I'll send like a like sort of like short petty email. <laughs> maybe that or you know like you know she she can listen to this podcast, you know what I'm saying? Like you want to yeah. come on here and you know kind of like why would you want to come on here? Like now the you know the first you know, iteration of this podcast, you know, before, you know, raising the temp, maybe, you know what I'm saying? Whatever, like the audience was probably different then. But like now, like, you know, since we're raising the temp, mm, you know, I don't know why you'd want to come on and talk with us. I, I don't know. I mean, if there's, you know, if, 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 it is meant to be that there is an opportunity to be in direct conversation with this person. I feel like that opportunity will present itself without you or us having to like give over any kind of like, you know, I mean, even this feel like a lot of energy at this point, One, but like totally. Yeah. I mean, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Right, so what else do you want to talk about? I don't talk about her no more. What else do you yeah, want to talk about? Done. So, okay. It's July. It's Disability Pride Month. Ugh, gross. Not with it. Disability and pride do not like belong in the same sentence, phrase, utterance. What, now, why is that? I am not, I would never, first of all, it took me a long time to adopt the identity of mm-hmm. disabled, a long time begrudgingly you know what i'm saying like it's sort of like yeah i'm disabled because i can't hide it anymore yes i'm disabled and i'm going to you know (laughs) make the best of it is not the right term but i'm gonna roll with it you know what i'm saying and okay you know talk about my lived experiences and blah 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 however like i don't get up in the morning and go out in the morning that yes disabled and proud no, I'm not proud of this shit. It just is what it is. Like I would never qualify being disabled with pride. Like I would never put those two terms together to describe my experiences or how I negotiate my disability. I'm not proud mm-hmm, of this shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, so to contextualize just a little bit mm-hmm. uh, uh, and for our listeners and for ourselves, right? July is Disability Pride Month, which is celebrating the 32nd year 
after the passage of the American with Dis- Americans with Disability Act, uh, which passed on July 26, 1990, to prohibit discrimination against uh, people with disabilities, right? And so the the recognition of the month, again, I still wonder who, right? That's that's the question that I wonder where is is the who. But the why is in the passage of the ADA. Uh, the ADA passed because of the efforts of the disabled community, right? Um, and specifically, uh, again, which is what always happens, right? When white people started doing some shit we already mm. did, right? Which is why they had to bring folks from the pants. Go watch Chris, Crip Camp, y'all. Mm-hmm. Go watch mm-hmm. Crip Camp. I'm not doing this again. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll do it again. I'll do it again and again. I'll keep engaging. I don't care. They did the same thing with me, too. Right. Uh, when Samantha uh, was was trying to take credit for uh, for creating the right. hashtag that she did not. Angela, it's like the only it's the only that's the right. most, that's all of the imitation I have. That's right. Have. Uh, Monica, was that one? I don't know. Anyway. This is okay. Knowing all the who's the boss characters, I know, I know. Did I trigger it for you? (laughs) Right? We were back there. We were back there. Um, so I don't know. It does sound very much like something some white people decided to do, right? Maybe not probably the year after, maybe two years after 90, 92. So that would have been what that would have been some clinton shit that sounds very clintonian i buy that i buy that um superficial bullshit right they called him the first black president excuse me what um yeah so i i see some of the issues i my feelings get a little touched when you when you say we can't have pride in our disability and disabilities and i i say that partly because my glasses are fucking fantastic yeah okay uh and they're not for cute alone right it's like a mobility a a visual aid Mm -hmm. that i decided okay well if i've got to do it let me make this as cute as i can do it right yeah let me do it with pride let me have pride in how i'm moving here to be loud about disability since it is and whether or not it's how one is born it's an acquisition is part of our body it is part of our body to deny or to hmm. well I just wonder I wonder about not being proud of the stardust of which we are made what that what that means yeah do you know yeah let me very quickly i want to read um something that ardra shepherd miss tripping on air friend of ours in the ms community she i really like how she conceptualizes Mm -hmm. this whole idea and i'm going to read a um snippet from an article that she wrote a couple years ago and she had posted it reposted it on um instagram to uh, direct people to it, but I'm just gonna read a little snippet. She writes, being proud to be disabled isn't about liking my disability. It isn't about pretending that disability doesn't straight up suck. Rather, claiming disability pride is a rejection of the notion that I should feel ashamed of my body or my disability. It's a rejection of the idea that I am less able to contribute and participate in the world, that I take up more than I can give, that I am have less inherent value and potential than able-bodied Becky next to me. Mm-hmm. Declaring my pride means that I don't accept society's definition of disability. Loving my disabled body is a radical act that can challenge the way people think about disability, one that promotes the idea that it's normal to be imperfect. Yeah. You know, framing it like that absolutely 100 percent, absolutely it's still hard for me to like you know jump on the pride bandwagon like i'm not proud of this shit 
I hear you. I hear you. But right. That's part of what we were talking about at the very beginning, too. Yes. Yep. Mm -hmm. Right. And 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 moving from, you know, I mean, I you're clearly, clearly, clearly. Moving into a place of and have moved into a place, I would say, Mm -hmm. in the uh, three, two, three short years we have known each other. Mm -hmm. Right. Um. I would say you have moved into a place of radical self-acceptance and I've witnessed Mm. you do that. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, And when I say radical self-acceptance, I'm talking about uh, the conversation that we had a few weeks ago about your going to the dentist and being able to be Mm -hmm. that uh, vulnerable and honest about Mm -hmm. what that experience was, Mm -hmm. is um, about talking and speaking about what it is to be witnessed um, including with people's stereotypes and bullshit and baggage that they bring to the table. But again, that as, as Audra put in the, in the, in the, in the comment that you just read is not, is not yours. Mm-hmm. Yep. That is not yours. Mm-hmm. That's other people's feelings about their own fears, about their own impending disabilities. Mm-hmm. Doesn't have fuck all to do with you and recognizing that the world is not designed right yep. in any way with that universalist design uh, aesthetic and architecture that mm-hmm. you and I were talking about. Yep that gives pathway and creates pathway Um, because again, the more pathways for entrance into society, the more likelihood that we are going to find the minds who excel. Yeah. Right. And here's the other thing. Here's the other reason I want to challenge you. Yes, because we're frenzies Mm -hmm. and I want you to love yourself and have that pride anyway. Mm -hmm. Also, Because as we do to your question of intersectionality, the Stephen Hawking's of the world, right, in all of the bodies that they exist across the world, a lot now add to that the fact that if it's a black woman who is also in this chair that you and I were talking. Who were we just talking about uh, the the, the sister at the school and they made the statue of her standing up? Because I'm asked, like, I'm not even gonna. I know uh, we don't want to misquote, but right, yes, again, there has been representation, and we yeah. were just talking about erasure. And even in the retelling of our histories, yeah, right, cleaning it up to make it look as though, right, we can Roosevelt could walk up, up out of a chair, right? Yep, make it look like Kennedy was gonna go play some football, nigga, he could barely walk. No. Why are we? Why? Mm -hmm. Just say it. Right. And that's the part of it where I'm like, okay, yes. And yes. And yes. And it's important that I be able to say. I am a, a, a neurologically diverse, expansive person and not have to even look for more definition in that because it's just like, well, who's not right. Right. Um, that, that, you know, that I think there is room. God damn. The more I'm talking, the more I'm feeling it now, the more I'm like, wait, actually I am kind of proud of this shit. Um, and I don't see what there is to not be proud of. I, it doesn't mean there's not a lot to be exhausted about. There's quite yeah. a lot to be exhausted about. Uh, having a a, a a disease where your body will straight up give you signs and saying like, oh, fuck you, I'm betraying you today. You know, that's no fun for anyone. Yeah. But that is the, that's the challenge of it. Right. And it's the fact that you get back up. Yeah. That you show up this fly. Right. That's where it's like, ain't no weak motherfucker doing that. That's not what's happening. You know, you're right about that. You're right about that. You know, when I think about this whole idea of disability, disability pride, you know, you had uh, referred before, like there is a difference when it comes to somebody who is born disabled versus somebody who has acquired a disability, who's become Mm -hmm. disabled. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I think living your life as a disabled person with all of these, 
you know, eating up and, you know, internalizing all of these shitty messages yeah. about disabled people. And yeah. you are feeling like shit from the, you know, from the day you were born, you're never going to be shit, blah, 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 you know. So obviously, you know, to have a month where here I am in all of my disabled glory, see me and deal with me. Wonderful. Then, you know, I think about folks like me who have acquired a disability mm-hmm. begrudgingly. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. never, when I was diagnosed with MS, never in a million years did I think to myself, oh, I can't wait until I become disabled. <laughs> no, hell no. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to, I'm so proud. No, I, I was in denial for a long time that I even had a chronic disease, Yeah. let alone, you know, becoming disabled. So never in a million years would I, you know, and again, we've talked about this before. I'm probably like the tempiest of temps as a disabled person. Um, you know, never would I have thought or approached knowing that there was a possibility that I could become disabled, yeah. not even as I was on my way of becoming full disabled, that I ever like had a, a sense of like looking at this as a positive thing. No. Mm. Uh uh-uh. uh, mm. no mm. way. But that being said, I am disabled and here I am. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm very proud of me, myself, and all of the human glory that I am black, disabled, you know, all the things. Yeah, I'm very proud of that. But to like focus on the fact that, like, I became disabled and I'm proud. No, I, I just. Well, can't. I mean, the the, the I, that part of it, I said, I I I hear you. I hear you. I disagree. I hear you. Mm-hmm. I you know, and I disagree because I think you do display, and, and it's not with you so much as it is with the concept of there being specific and segregated uh, de facto. Uh, months around identity prides Mm -hmm. that for me and and the system of that is i i find uh, a very kind of neoliberal uh escape from a corporation from a society having to live up to its responsibility to you know administer uh to uh fund to uh, support, to normalize, to bring forward uh, administrative access, right? Were there uh, a universal, I'm sorry, universal uh, design uh, is what I was trying to say. Because were uh, your local and national news networks, for instance, uh, where they have a team of four meant to uh, have at least one person in a chair in every on-screen uh, broadcast team or somebody with a mobility aid in every on-screen broadcast team, that would be normalizing, right? If like Canada does with, or used to do with their music, uh, you know, every hour you've got to play so many minutes of Canadian music. Every hour there must be so much uh, representation of uh disability right right um, that that i think the world um uh, has catching up to do for sure mm-hmm. right and the western world in particular um but again it's like the same thing we were talking about at the beginning i i i don't want to be erased yeah. by anybody for anything right. and i certainly don't And I certainly don't want for the disabled to be erased either, because if we were being very honest, going back to much of what we've spoken about before, that you can't tell me that Harriet Tubman was walking around in full ability and access by the time she was coming back for the third trip across the Underground Railroad. Right. She had been beaten within an inch of her life twice as an enslaved person. I'm sorry, there was a limp. There was uh, the spine wasn't right. Something was not cool. 
You know what I'm saying? And so again, elevating both those with neurological differences, whether those are expansive, whether those happen to be uh, uh, maneuvering in the worlds in ways that are not um, commercially viable, right? Because that's really the problem. Yeah. If we if we're really real about what the problem is with somebody in the street, like, well, why you why you ain't got a job? You know, as yeah. soon as you hear somebody say it, as mm-hmm. soon as you hear yourself think it, why the, why you can't get a job, nigga? Where? Mm-hmm. Look at him. You about to hire him? Shut up. You know what I mean? Again, again, right? To get from a place of radical disenfranchisement, take steps. You can't just, oh, okay, I'm not going to be disenfranchised anymore. I'm sorry. You're right. Yeah. I'm going to go and get me a job. Right. And so taking those steps and because so many folks fought so hard through levels of disenfranchisement that you and I couldn't even begin to imagine. Yeah. To create the ADA. You know, listen, I don't want to shit on them or their day no. or their month or whatever. That's fine. Have yeah. your month. I just think it should be a year round, you know, 24 seven project and that it should come with a check and uh, uh, some people to uh, some assistance. Yeah. Some mobility assistance. Do you know what I mean? Straight up. I I, I do. I think that that should be part of the fabric of what is offered. Um. And 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 I don't know that these identity months yeah. help anybody. Right. I mean, you know, at the very least, and Barbara Jordan. Thank you. Barbara Jordan is right. who we were talking yes. about. Don't tweet us. Right. We know it the whole time. Exactly, because MS, you know. Well, see, what would have happened is that you didn't know what we were doing. That was an Easter egg to get to here. If you knew Barbara Jordan, that was what we were talking about. That's just because you, you, you know, you've done the work, right? You know yeah. that you, you know where we are, yeah. right? This is for the new listeners. They didn't need to know that who we were meaning to talk about mm-hmm. when we were talking about the statues of the woman who they had uh, made standing, though she had a mess and was in wheelchairs. Barbara Jordan. We knew that the whole time. Right. We know our black elders. Right. What were you saying? Um. So, okay. So what I was saying. So you know, we talked at the beginning of this conversation about how they are trying to literally like legislate us into invisibility. Oh yeah. That being said, trying it again. Yeah. Yes. That being said, these identity months, whether it be, you know, queer pride, disability Mm -hmm. pride, whatever the case may be, we are here and we're showing up. So in that respect, I think it's very important because it is, you can't totally erase us. We're here. Yes. But, you know, just framing it in, a, you know, a pro- I mean, well, it's that it never got further. That's else. why it never got further. It never got codified. It never got institutionalized. Yeah. It never got brought into the fabric of the actual yep. uh, society in which we live. And it became a pin. It became a month, a slogan, a thing right. you put on the door. Uh, white people putting up Black Lives Matter right. signs yeah. in the neighborhoods that they've gentrified us out of. That's what it turns into if, again, as I was saying, we, we don't structurally go back and say, okay, so now here's how inclusion will look yeah. until you've gotten to a point that it is no longer an issue for you. You're right. Yep. So, yes, and, right? So, to, let, so let me take back what I said before. To all of our aunties, I'm sorry. It is your month and yay. And thank you because we could not be here with a, had you not done that work. Right. And the fact that they're trying to erase it and the fact that we would even, that that I would even have, have uh, minimized it like that. That was, that was not thinking. 100%. That was thinking from the, from, from the position, from an historical perspective and from the position of a person who's benefited from the privilege of what they have done without recognizing the sacrifices that they had to make to get us to here. 100%, because as I reflect upon that now, you know, I shared, you know, you know, my story about, you know, even, you know, teaching, being able yes. to teach remotely. Yes. And, 
you know, them not being thrilled about the fact that I couldn't teach because of my disability mm. in person. You know, I have the ADA to like back me up and reinforce the fact that, hey, I can still contribute. You just have to accommodate, you know, my situation. Yeah. So that being said, absolutely, you know, totally like reversing, like, yeah, I mean, and, and all my, you know, kind of like, you know, complaining about pride, disability, blah, blah, blah. Again, it's not to diminish the work that went into, you know, having yeah. disability no. be no somewhat, I'm gonna say somewhat normalized in, um, society. So, yeah. I mean, it's complicated. It's complicated. It's complicated, but you know what? I I I I I'm going to say I am proud right now uh and in this moment of the both of us in this conversation. Um as I was listening to you and as I locked into hearing myself and like you know really like oh wait a minute no let me apologize to the aunties because y'all really did this shit yeah and to invalidate it especially now we ain't got no space for that mm-hmm. yeah. we ain't got no time for that mm-hmm. um y'all had to say we were here otherwise we couldn't have made the steps that we made and so if we did if we just like well do, whatever i don't need no gay pride da, 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 is you know well yeah okay the don't say gay bill says different so okay. think 100 percent Right. So for us to get to this position from the place. And I want to be I want to be very clear, right, for anybody who may be listening and I'm not, I don't want to make assumptions, but like the reality is that. The positional shift. In thinking that you and I have been making over this this hour, whatever. Is genuine. Mm-hmm. OK, it's in the moment. It's authentic. Right. Um, when you wrote me, I was like, oh, shit, what the fuck are we about to talk about? Because you did send disability pride with that barf emoji. And I was like, oh, shit, girl, what? What's, yeah. what's happening? Right. OK. Um, and so f- what makes me so proud about the conversation isn't like that, that like, you know, I got to help steer us anyway. I don't give a shit. Is 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 that we together in this conversation got to a place. And as I think about that, through the critical thinking, through being willing to to face the cognitive dissonance, right? And rather than lock into or find a reason to, or because I don't like it, you know, right. Which is yeah. ultimately what it comes down to, mm-hmm. right? For most people, yep. whenever there's a thing that if you say cognitively, that does not actually fit with what you say you mm-hmm. live or whatever, right? Because boys shouldn't show their butts, like whatever, whatever, you know, whatever their thing right. ultimately is that they've come down to. The skirts are too small, like whatever. That it's got nothing to do with the person about whom they are speaking it is simply about themselves mm-hmm. and their fear yep right and their own internal policing 100%. right about what's supposed to be correct and what's supposed to yep. and what's supposed to and living in what's supposed to is not the same thing as accepting what is and as we said at the beginning until you can accept it how do you embrace it and until you can embrace it, then how can you love it? And if you haven't embraced it, how can you say you don't love it? You don't know. You've never embraced it. You haven't accepted it. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks for tuning in to the Myelin and Melanin podcast. You can find us online at myelinandmelanin.com, as well as Instagram and Twitter at myelinmelanin. If you want to connect with Dana me directly you can find me on instagram twitter and tiktok at retrosoul underscore underscore and well hey i'm on the instagram too uh and if you want to connect with me uh go ahead and reach out i'm at el caballo negrito 
uh, Caballo is C-A-B-A-A-L for the monolingual. Uh, and that would be important if you want to find me on Twitter, which is just El Caballo Negro. Uh, you can find me there. Uh, hey, catch up with us next time. We're going to keep raising the temp.